if you have a horror writer parent, yeah, spooky stuff's going to happen. Look, it's going to get weird. I could do better. Hello, welcome to Guide to the Unknown. I'm Kristen. And I'm her little brother, William. And we have a little follow-up to last week's episode. There are some things that we didn't talk about in there that we feel you must know about before our next episode proper. Yeah, uh, one thing that I fully just overlooked in my notes, um, that once we finished recording and I realized I'd left it out, I was like, oh, the world must know. The world has to know this story about me and my child really um and then we're also going to have a fraser update because in the most recent episode uh, 181 i was updating everybody on what i've been watching and what i've been into while i was on parental leave and i talked about a connection i thought i sensed between Candyman and fraser that turned out to be nothing well it might be something but i think it's something i think it's something i think it's a pretty big connection but first yes. um let's throw to this uh um a uh, uh, story that I mistakenly left out and deserves its own space. Um, all right, take it away. Other version of Kristen and William. And honestly, I could have just pretended that I, I didn't overlook something, but I think it's kind of uh, important and worth sharing. Okay. Because it's something that I've been up to, and it sort of speaks to the kind of person I am and how the person I am um, uh, functions as a parent. Okay. Functions as a new parent. Mm -hmm. So uh, Zoe, my daughter, which, uh, by the way, for people out there, if you were part of the live recording of the episode, you got to enjoy stuff like this. Uh, I'm going to put it on the, the proper show, though. Uh, oh, enjoy a clip of my daughter. Oh, it's 50 minutes long. Here you go. Aww. And that's all you get. <laughs> I pulled clips of of baby Zoe that are less than one second long. So Best you... to leave them wanting more than to be like, the show is all baby now. Exactly. But just in case. <laughs> and there you go. Um, anyway, so I have been, you know, Allie and I have been trying to find ways to get Zoe to fall asleep and stay asleep and rest. And it's hard to get her to sleep during nighttime. And um, anyway. Baby stuff. So we read to her a lot. Yeah. But she's three months old. So she doesn't know what we're saying. Right. She likes the sound of our voice. And right, it's important. What messed up thing I've been reading to Zoe? Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> for starters, the sanctioned thing that we've been reading with Zoe is uh, Stephen King's 112263. Okay. Which is the, the time travel story about a guy going to the past trying to prevent the murder the assassination of uh, JFK. Right. You could probably read that to her until she's three years old, right? Isn't oh, it huge? It's so long. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm really loving it. Mm -hmm. But that's what Allie and I are getting into together. So I was up in the nursery with Zoe trying to get her to relax. So I was like, oh, I'll read to her. But I can't read that book because I'll get ahead and yeah, right. listen to it with Al. So no. So what am I going to do? So on my own, I've been reading a book uh, called Toshi Den which is written by Tara A. Devlin, at Tara A. Devlin on Twitter. Toshiden, it's the first of a series of books that are about um, Japanese urban legends. Okay. And so the other day, and so, you know, they're all... They're all horrific. Yeah, they're, right. they're all about, like, you might encounter this ghost who has slit her face open from ear to ear. Yes. Right. So I was reading, and the next chapter that I got to was the story of Teki Teki. Mm -hmm. And so I'm reading in the nursery to Zoe about how Teki Teki was a young woman living, I believe, in Hokkaido. And uh, she was hit by a car. And uh, she was pinned by the car, and it severed her in half at her middle. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, uh, now cut to she so she died 
But now the story is that children who are walking home on their own might encounter Techie Techie. That's that's what she's called. Yeah. Why is she called that? Because since she was severed at the middle, she crawls toward you on her elbows. And Techie Techie is the sound that her elbows on the ground make. Oh, my God. So as I'm reading this story to my beautiful infant daughter, I get a text from Allie saying, (laughs) what are you reading to Zoe? Because what I neglected is that since I was reading this out loud, it's coming through on the baby monitor to Allie, (laughs) who's hanging out in the living room, being like, what is going on up there? That's awesome. And so I had to explain the full situation. Um, But not only that, there are like five variations of the techie techie story because it's urban legend. Lots to go through. Uh, And the way it ends, Allie had already been like, what are you reading to her? And I was like, well, she she doesn't know what I'm saying. She likes the sound of my voice. And truthfully, she was starting to fall asleep, relax. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Um, But as the story ends up, um, it goes, and those who have been told the story of Techie Techie uh, may be cursed. Oh, no. And you are you may be doomed to meet Techie Techie within three days. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So <laughs> today, Kristen, as we record this, is the third day. We got to keep her inside. <laughs> we got to keep Zoe inside. We're not going so, anywhere. Uh, here's, here's what I'm saying. I, I think I'm a good father. <laughs> She doesn't know what I've been reading to her. I inadvertently cursed her. Yeah. But I didn't know I was going to. You didn't to. know? And as she begins to comprehend more and more of the substance mm-hmm. of that which I read, I will make sure that it is age appropriate. For of now, course. I felt it was important for her to just hear my voice, hear the cadence of reading. Yes. They say it's important to read to your children early. Absolutely. So that's what I was doing. But I accidentally cursed her and techie techie's on the way. So as long as we can keep her indoors, I think we're okay. We're almost there. What time is it? It's like yeah. uh, 5.05 as we're recording. So we have like seven more hours. We got about seven under. hours. Yes. I think she's going to make it. I think she's going to be fine. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was a calculated risk. That's awesome. Anyway, uh, the techie techie story was also super cool. And the Toshi Den book series I'm really enjoying. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so that's good. If anybody wants to curse their own children. Yeah. Anyway, I forgot to mention that in the main show. Yeah. But you can see now why I couldn't let that be Absolutely. the end of it. It had to. Totally. It's both a recommendation for anybody who's listening or watching. Yeah. Plus... It's an awesome story. Yes. Uh, so anyway, that's that's really the full update. Yeah. Uh, thank you for uh, giving me some of your time. Oh, please. But th- I don't just have something to tell you. Actually, I was talking with Zoe, mm-hmm. and she did have something she wanted to say to our listeners. Okay. So uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to play this clip. Yeah, throw it as out. Zoe, what do you think of people who don't share Guide to the Unknown with their friends or leave reviews on Apple Podcasts? Me too. And there you go. There you have it. There you have it. So thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> we'll see you soon, yep. I'm sure. Honestly, I'm a horror writer, right? The, yeah. the, uh, if you have a horror writer parent, yeah, spooky stuff's going to happen. Look, it's going to get weird. I could do better. No. I mean, I'm with you. She just she doesn't know what you're saying. She doesn't know it. It's fine. Zoe, Zoe, techie, techie. Um, I want to add that since we recorded that update, <laughs> this is like a news program now where we have yeah. updates inside of updates. Um, right. It has now been beyond the three days of cursings. And yeah, she's safe. She's safe. Everyone's fine. Um, I did start reading her another urban legend about Sugisawa Village. We're all happy. We're all okay. happy. What's happening in Sugisawa Village? Nothing good. Oh, well, anyway. nothing that is going to affect her, though, right? No, not at all. Not at all. Um, 
okay, but uh, uh, without any further ado, it's time for the Frasier versus Candyman update. Yeah. So just to remind everybody where we left it, I watched an episode of Frasier called Retirement is Murder, where Frasier's dad was trying to solve an old killing when he was on the police force that he could never solve. The murder of a woman named Helen, and one of the suspects was named Robitaille. On Guide to the Unknown 181, I talked about how Robitaille made me think of Daniel Robitaille, the the human living name of the man who would eventually become the horror icon Candyman. But in that episode, what I say is Retirement is Murder, the Frasier episode, came out January 1995, and Candyman didn't come out until August of 1995, so then it's impossible. Right, they couldn't have been inspired by the movie because we thought that the movie didn't come out until months after the episode. Huge blunder, blooper, gaff, goof. Kristen, uh, Candyman, the original Candyman came out in 1992. Ooh, this changes everything. Changes everything. Let me explain as well because I, when I first Googled to find out when Candyman came out, it gave me the Candyman 2021 movie. And so I started typing in Candyman 1990, and Google filled in 1995, and I hit enter, and I just saw cover art, and I was like, oh, so so I'm a dope. And I was so just sort of like the bubble had burst for me in that instant that I just took it as fact. Oddly, one thing I didn't say to you in the episode, Kristen, I was going to say, isn't it crazy that Candyman didn't come out until 1995? It feels like an 80s movie or something. Yeah, it does feel like an 80s movie. It just feels older. Well, it didn't come out in 1995. It came out in 1992. And we have all of this information. Uh, we have to thank Christina in the Guide to the Unknown Facebook group for pointing this out. Christina wrote, no, guys, hold it holds up. The original Candyman <laughs> movie was 1992. So not only do the timelines work, Candyman came out and then this Frasier episode with Helen murdered and robotized a, sp- a suspect that came out three years later. So maybe the writers were fans. That's possible. But it doesn't end there. Because Christina also caught another connection. As I said, Marty Crane, Frazier's papa, was trying to solve the murder of Helen. Helen is the name of the main character in Candyman. See, that clinches it for me. Obviously, timeline-wise, like, of course, that was troublesome. But I still could have been like, well, Robitaille is a last name, so whatever. But Helen and Robitaille, I totally think it's a thing. Helen is the victim and Robitaille is one of the murder suspects. Just like Helen is the protagonist who is being Mm -hmm. victimized by Daniel Robitaille in Candyman. It is ironclad. To me now, it's law. It's law. It's canon. Did you look up any connections here? I did. I, I went down a couple of different rabbit holes. Um, uh, you'll be happy to know, Kristen, that maybe we'll have future updates who, who can really say, because I am in the process of trying to um, get in contact with the writers of that episode, Elias Davis and David Pollock. Great. Now, those two wrote only one other episode of Frasier. It is an episode called The Club where Frazier and his brother Niles are both trying to get access to the same fancy pants club and hilarity ensues. I'm going to be rewatching that episode to see if there are other horror references there that I might catch. Maybe these two are just horror fans. Have they done other horror things? Did you go to their IMDb or anything? No, 
they are sitcom writers basically exclusively. At okay. least Elias Davis um, wrote for MASH going way back. Um, uh, I, maybe they both did. Yeah, they both did. But they wrote for Full House, Cheers, Growing Pains. Um, yeah, a lot of sitcoms. Carol Burnett Show. But to be quite honest, I do feel that comedy and horror go hand in hand to a certain degree. And so it's entirely reasonable that they should be horror fans and maybe they've slipped in references in other bits of their writing. Now, because they are so enmeshed in the industry, um, I do think that it is sort of harder to get in touch with them. They're not just like, you know, on Twitter. Um, but I'm going to uh, uh, still try to track down an answer here or at least get some uh, kudos clarity because as I said in the original in Guide to the Unknown 181 can you imagine if I'm the first person to draw the connection imagine we're here again Kristen can you imagine the fame that this might bring this is going to be huge this is going to be enormous I hope you're ready to go viral I, I hope you've scrubbed your Twitter timeline for right. anything unsavory sure of course um, Elias Davis is on Twitter um, 79 followers hasn't tweeted in eight years. Um, David Pollock, brother of Kevin. I don't know. <laughs> Father of Kevin. That I'm afraid I don't know. But um, anyway, I'll, I will continue to try to to try to figure out if there's any further connection here. Um, but the point is. Something's there. It, something's there. And thank you so yeah. much to Christina for forging that connection. In fire. This thing wide open. Thank you, Christina. Christina also pointed out that Virginia Madsen, who plays Helen in Candyman, later would guest on Frasier. Um, I looked that up as well. Um, Virginia Madsen uh, uh, was in three episodes of Frasier. Like I said, these two writers, David Pollock and Elias Davis, um, only wrote two episodes of Frasier ever. They did not write her episodes. It doesn't mean that there maybe wasn't some inspiration that came through. Maybe they're not even the ones that were responsible for those names getting in, by the way. So true, that's true. Maybe Virginia Madsen remains a Candyman reference. Mm -hmm. Maybe there are Candyman references sprinkled throughout Frasier. I don't know. But um, I think that she is just casting. I don't, I don't, I think she's a yeah. guest star. I don't think that she's a um, working actress. Exactly. Remember, there's a while kept bringing up Virginia Madsen I on did. the show. I did. You did? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, Virginia Madsen's in that, whatever. And I'd be like, she's Michael Madsen's sister. She's in Sideways. And you're like, why do you talk about Virginia Madsen so much? Interesting. Maybe there are uh, Candyman references uh, stretching back to the beginning of this show. <laughs> Everybody, start back at episode one of Guide to the Unknown. Work your way up to now and see if there are a bunch of Candyman references. Or um, number two references yes absolutely mm -hmm. um but there you go Candyman and Frasier two peas in a pod hand in hook <laughs> friends forever <laughs> uh so there you go everybody those are two updates for Guide to the Unknown 181 um who knew whoever could have expected this we had to do what we had to do we had to let you know it's true we had to it was, it's our responsibility it's hands. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in for this little update. Hope you're all doing well. We'll see you in shows later this week. Yep. Bye. Right. Bye. How does it feel knowing that I was so right, by the way? It feels fine. <laughs>